0: Morena, and welcome to the last Doom Chorus of the week. It's Friday, 9th of July, uh, just before 8 o'clock. Today, I wanted to talk about the European Central Bank's decision overnight to adopt average inflation targeting. Essentially, it's gone down the same route as the Reserve Bank of Australia and the US Federal Reserve in being less strict about getting inflation down below 2% and pressing it down there. Because over the last decade, central banks have tightened too quickly uh, when it looked like inflation was going to peak above 2%. And that ended up essentially slowing down economies and pushing inflation on average for the last decade somewhere between 1% and 2%. Now, the Reserve Bank of Australia the Fed and now the ECB have all adopted what has been described as average inflation targeting. They're saying they're going to wait until they see inflation actually go over 2%, leave it there for a bit to help offset the period under 2% we've seen for the last decade. So on average, over the long run, 10-20 years, you'd see inflation around 2%. The net effect of all this is that these three large central banks are effectively going to run looser monetary policy for longer than they would otherwise do. Now, New Zealand's in a a different position in that uh, we have a 1% to 3% inflation band that is targeted with a plan to keep around 2%. But in reality, over the last decade, we have also struggled to get inflation significantly over 2% for very long at all. And basically for the last decade, it's been well below 2%. However, our Reserve Bank is not adopting the average inflation targeting approach. I've asked Reserve Bank Governor Adrian Orr a couple of times whether the New Zealand economy should be you know, over-revved, if you like, to clean the cobwebs out of the engine. And he said no. And if you look at how the Reserve Bank is uh, focused on hiking interest rates from, it said in May, hiking from the middle of next year, that's because it doesn't see inflation going back above 2% until the second half of 2023. Effectively, it is looking over the horizon, seeing the risk of higher inflation over 2% and then hiking quickly. Uh, That is not what the Fed, the RBA and now the ECB are doing. They are waiting until they see inflation get above 2% and then hiking. So that means at the moment they don't see Uh, interest rates being hiked until 2023, or in Australia's case, 2024. However, the drums are beating very loudly here for the Reserve Bank to start increasing interest rates from November now. That's because since May, there's been some significantly stronger economic data. So we've got a debate here. Should New Zealand hike quickly in anticipation that inflation will really, really take off? Or should it wait? until it sees the inflation above 2% and try to run inflation a little bit hotter than it normally would to offset that cooler inflation we've seen over the last decade. That would be an average inflation targeting. My view is that's what it should do because um, we've seen this movie before. Over the last decade, there's been at least two attempts by the Reserve Bank to hike interest rates back to the quote normal levels and they both failed because they moved too quickly and um i think the reserve bank should be looking at some sort of average inflation targeting that make that won't make me <laughs> popular with first home buyers because this means in theory low interest rates keep the fires under house price inflation for even longer but that's another question in terms of what the reserve bank should be doing around house the housing market my view is that it should be using its prudential tools to um uh, tighten lending controls to take some of the pressure off the housing market and hoping that at some point a bank will lend to a business to create employment and inflation. We'll see. Uh, that is uh, a quick lineup up of um, what's been happening in the worlds of monetary policy but just uh, things to watch out for today. In New South Wales, they have had 38 cases yesterday and there is now significant talk in the New South Wales Cabinet of a decision to let it run, let it rip British style uh, and learn to, quote, live with the Delta variant of COVID in the community. That would be a significant problem for New Zealand. We haven't got anywhere near that uh, decision to drop our elimination strategy and, quote, learn to live with it. We're nowhere near um, having vaccinated enough people. Interestingly, the Australians uh, overnight, according to the Australian newspaper, in an exclusive, it says, has done a new deal with Pfizer to get four and a half million doses of the Pfizer vaccine delivered extra next month. So it seems some governments are able to renegotiate their deals with Pfizer. And that raises the question, should New Zealand do the same thing as well? Uh, That's on the COVID front. Um, Also, keep an eye out for news uh, coming out of um, RNZ that uh, it seems some clever tech people are able to get access to um, vaccination appointments before others with the use of a fancy program. And uh, also, we're seeing some talk that the... Why point smelter may reopen its fourth pot line? That's interesting because that would use more electricity. And remember, they have a low cost deal in place, um, and that would, in theory, push up the price of electricity for others. That's one way to get inflation, I suppose. Uh, it is just gone 10 to 8 on Friday, the 9th of July. That was the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka.